Welcome, everybody. I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. And I'm Father Keith. Back by popular demand. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd shoot at you just a, a short podcast tonight. It's very late at night, and we just happened to get the luck of getting Father Keith in here, and we thought we'd just shoot a couple of quick questions at him and find out what's going on in his world and his pearls of spiritual wisdom for us to sort of chew on the next week. So um, I guess with that, let's just get into it. Father Keith, uh, we had all these questions lined up and stuff, but we're going to kind of narrow it down. Um, day-to-day life as a priest, you talked about just sort of the beauty of your story last time you were on the show, and obviously everyone kind of knows you and your story and stuff, but um, just sort of the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day life. Just looking on this past week, um, what sort of brought you to your knees as a priest? What humbled you? What maybe lifted you up spiritually? What was profound, I guess, in your spiritual life as a priest this past week? Um, so two things, humbled and what lifted me up. Well, being down in the old first grade classrooms, now kids are coming and going, and we have catechesis of Good Shepherd right next door, and... I came out of the office to across the hall and catechesis was letting out and little Damon who always gives me a hug every Sunday um, stood there at my pants leg and waited for me to notice him and then he kind of lifted up his arms and I lifted him up and he wrapped his arms around my neck and it's just like this just fills my entire heart up it's like the littlest of the lambs can calm every anxiety every fear every doubt every and yes does a priest have fear doubt anxiety absolutely (laughs) you know when i go to proclaim the gospel and the priest bends and reverences the altar he says a little prayer that he may be worthy to proclaim the gospel those are the um, secret prayers, I call Those them. are the secret prayers. <laughs> Ones we never hear. In the rubrics it says, he says quietly or silently um, to himself. Um, but I always add at the end, please, Lord, don't let me make a fool of myself. <laughs> um, so um, there was always a little angst. And, but once I get into the pulpit, it's the gift of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it truly is a, a gift. And... Sometimes I pour myself out and I forget the to receive and it's the it's the little kids that I don't know what it is it's their innocence it's their willingness just pure openness I think the older we get the more boundaries we have the more closed in we become and I think those boundaries are set by ourselves so to be, be reminded that we're all children of God and have the capability of filling each other up um, if we're willing to open ourselves up. So little Damon this week and uh, little Magdalene, um, all moms and dads, you know who I'm talking to out there, um, and watching the kids come up on the Sunday altar, it is, it's just... Yes, the Eucharist is the high point and the source and summit of our faith, but expressed in the generosity and the exuberance 
and excitement of the little kids running to the altar of God. I just imagine that all the people in church are like going, okay, if we could all be like these little children and approach the altar of God in that same sense of innocence and honesty, not afraid of tripping and falling. Oh, I lost my shoe. Oh, I'll pick it up. I'll put it on my arm. Uh, yeah, so, so that's what filled me up. What humbled me? I'm currently writing. Uh, I spent a couple of hours trying to uh, write the opening letter for the newsletter that's going to be coming out um, at the end of October. And uh, what humbled me on Sunday was um, I had communion on the south side. And if you haven't figured this out, I rotate clockwise. The first weekend in the month is east, then south, then west, then north. And uh, so that's how I give communion. And I can see at least, hopefully, everyone in my flock once a month. And uh, it was almost succinctly that all these people came up and that I know that they had lost a spouse. And a couple of them had talked to me in the weeks previous. And it was just like a widow or a widower. And it was like, because I'm there with my nephew and everything. So, still in those strange little moments that I feel one with my people. And it's just like, oh, I'm not above, I'm not below, but I journey with. Um, so, that was a humbling moment to see Jackie and Paul and Helen and Jackie and Bob uh, and they were like all on the south side. I was just like, okay, um, we're all in this together. We all have our moments of grief and we all have our moments of joy. And we give thanks for joyful and we trust in God and one another to journey with us in those times of grief. So highs and lows. Oh, what brought me to my knees? There is a little custom. I have to tell this about little Joseph Denahan. Every Wednesday, and I think on Fridays, um, his mom comes in, and sometimes his dad, Mike and Christy, um, and Joseph kneels down when I enthrone the Blessed Sacrament in the chapel. And as I enthrone him, um, I always go down on both knees, and I spend a little time in prayer, and I run through the litany of people that are on my mind, and... Then I always lean forward and kiss the altar that Christ is exposed upon. And I turn around, and Joseph used to shake my hand, and he's gone to give me knuckles now. And so he gives me knuckles, and I say, Joseph, be a good boy today. And he says, I'll try. And I think, that's a good answer. Sometimes it's yeah. I will or okay. Um or why start now? Or why start now? <laughs> <laughs> he is around that three, four years old. So, yeah. His sister Gianna's in school. Uh, he's getting there. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, just uh, to see that in, that I'm on my knees and I turn around always to be greeted. I guess it revolves around the little children of God, their innocence, and it reminds me of I'm also a child of God. 
So humbled and lifted up, both in the same experience of the children of God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, Father. That was awesome. Um, maybe just to wrap it up really in, in a succinct way, um, you always give – you're great at leading prayer. I mean, every time you lead prayer, it's not just uh, beautiful that today is the feast day of St. Teresa of Avila, just a great, great teacher of prayer. But when you lead prayer, it always leads others, I think, in a much more deeper way into prayer. And I'm just curious, this next week, for people to kind of think about as we go through our week and trying to be good, um, what could we do maybe this week, like an actual thing that we could do this week, whether it's praying a rosary or whatever it is, to help deepen our faith as we keep going on our journey as a, a Catholic, as St. Anne. Well, we're approaching, uh, you know, I can't believe it's the middle of October, and uh, the month of November remembers saints and we'll have a all saints mass on a saturday morning because it falls on a saturday so it's not a holy day this year but i'm just thinking we can't not ask the saints for help and uh i always try to celebrate whether it's an obligatory memorial or an optional memorial i always try to celebrate the saint because there's always a lesson to learn from those who have gone before us and so as we approach the month of November, it starts with all saints, but then Sunday is going to be all souls. How often does all souls fall on a Sunday celebration? And so we'll remember our families. And so I'm thinking already of my grandma, who was such an inspiration to me in my faith and became becoming a priest. And I still remember the day I stopped by for lunch and they slid this little brown sack across the table and said, whatever you do, don't tell your Uncle Bob. And I said, okay. And I opened up this brown lunch sack and pulled out this holy water font that has sat by their light switch in their bedroom for wow. their whole entire marriage. And my grandpa said, it came from Luxembourg. And I was the oldest of my generation, and it's supposed to be passed to the oldest of the next generation. So don't tell your Uncle Bob. But because <laughs> you're going to be a, I hope Uncle Bob's not listening. Um, but because you're going to be a priest. And when I bless my, they blessed themselves every night before they went to bed and then shut off the light. And when they crawled in bed, Grandma would grab a rosary. And it was one of those glow-in-the-dark rosaries. And she would pray her rosary with Grandpa. And I think of all the prayers that they said. And Pope Francis and the bishops and the laity are all in Rome right now discussing family and the future of family and the year of family for next year. Um, so think of your own families who have gone before you and those who share your life right now. And pray for the faith that is given you and perhaps the privilege and responsibility of passing on that faith. Um, a couple of weeks ago, if there is any solace in love, any encouragement in Christ, any compassion or mercy, be of one mind, one heart with Christ. And I think of that oneness of the church, the oneness of all the family has gone before us, 
and those who will come after us. So we have a couple of weeks before All Saints, um, the Holy Ones, and of course All Souls, those who are closest to us. So you have a couple of weeks to prepare and give thanks and remember those who have given you faith and maybe call us to a deeper faith and trust in God that one day we will all be together before the throne of heaven. Awesome. Very good. Cool. Very good. Before we go, do you want to give the everyone listening a, a little blessing, maybe? A blessing. Lord God, we ask your spirit to pour upon us that we may always be your children. That as the scripture says, every knee shall bend in heaven and on earth before your son, the king of kings, the Lord of heaven and earth, that in his mercy he may judge us with kindness and with the greatest of charity. For he took upon himself that which we deserved and for that we are privileged to be called children, sons and daughters of the Father. And so we ask your blessing upon our families, upon our loved ones, upon those who have gone before us, and remind us of that privilege of being called to you. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. Uh, before we go, yeah. I would like to ask a question just because a priest is, is somebody that you admire and you see up there once a week and, and I want to know the human side of you and I want to know what kind of music do you like? <laughs> the music that I listen to, believe it or not, is country. And even though I'm a farm boy um, in high school... I went to all these rock concerts down at Kemper Arena, and uh, gosh, now all I listen to is country because I think they tell a story, and the story, I think, I'm a storyteller. That's what the gospel is. That's what preaching is. That's what our life is, is that every day lived is another page in the book of the story of our life that God has already written. And we are just simply have to turn the page to see what he has in mind for us. So country is the one that I kind of listen to the most. Very good. <laughs> All right. The human side. That's the, the human, human side. My, the human side. The music. Not, the, not the superpower <laughs> priest side. The... I'm thinking, yeah, I just went to confession on Monday, and I'm thinking, what's he going to ask me? What's on the human side? So, yes, yeah. priests do go to confession. Really? That's How a good that thing. Work? You just visit I do. It's not a self-absolution. It's not a mirror. Or you know, I, I've tried that in the bathroom, and it's just not the same thing. To look to yourself and confess and absolve. No, I don't think it works that way. There is something about hearing the words of compassion and mercy from another altar Christu. From, even though I'm a priest, when I go to confession, I'm a penitent. I'm a sinner, and I humble myself before Christ who is manifested in the priest who is they're privileged enough um, to offer the forgiveness of God. So, absolutely. All right. Go to confession. It's a good thing. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we'll go to bed because it's 940. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for 
coming on the show, and it's awesome to, to have you in every time. So. Thank you guys very much for waiting for me. Uh, I had a marriage prep, and it ran a little bit over like an hour and a half. So um, thanks for being patient and staying and sticking around and letting me talk to the people of God. So. Not, not an issue. Thank you. All right. Well, have a good week. God, God bless you. God bless.